Hey folks, if you've seen any of the great merch we have lately, we've got Witch Police shirts, we've got bags, we've got more gear on the way. That's all made by our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Whether it's screen printing or embroidery, heat press vinyl or graphic design, Divine Shirts is the place to go for your band merch. They've been doing some of the best stuff from the best bands in Winnipeg and beyond. And if you're looking to get some merch made, head over to divineshirtcompany.ca or follow them on Instagram and tell them which police radio sent you. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm doing another one of these quick hits episodes, which is a, a short conversation, a micro-interview, I started calling them, which is, uh, you know, I, I kind of like the sound of that. And this is with someone who's been on the show quite a bit, but not for years. I mean, in the early days of the podcast, I think you were sort of one of the go-to guys whenever we needed a, a, a guest to come on the show, because you were uh, in Up and Adam, and you were, you know, making music, and it just seemed mm-hmm. like, oh, well, Adam's around, let's, let's, let's get him on the show and talk about what he's up to. So it's been like probably six or seven years now since you've been on the podcast. Oh, at least. At least, right? Yeah, at least. And, like, the music that you're doing now is is very different than than what you were doing then. I mean, you were playing, basically playing in a punk rock band, and now you're doing something, you know, drastically different. So maybe the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself for people who are maybe unfamiliar with what you do, and just give a bit of background on what your sound is now. Okay. Uh, Name's Adam Parsons. Uh, I've been in the music scene for quite a little bit, but I kind of took a little bit of a hiatus there after being an up and Adam for a while, and we touring for a bit, and then over the years, uh, I've always kind of messed with hip-hop and beats and stuff like that, going all the way back to high school with friends and stuff. And then with the quarantine and being in a small apartment back then, it was kind of nice to throw on headphones and start making beats again. And since then, it's kind of, it started from just being on my laptop to having a full basement studio right now. Very so cool. basement's a studio, so yeah. So it's what, kind of crazy that it's gone that way. But. What is sort of the so, goal of this project? Like, why are you hoping that once the pandemic ends, you're going to be able to actually go out and play shows, you know, doing this kind of stuff? Or are you more working on, you know, producing for people? Or what's, what's the plan? I think it's kind of a little bit of both right now because uh, I would really like to play live, actually, before the pandemic hit. I was supposed to be in the Beat Week. Oh, cool. Okay. Which yeah. is, yeah, so I signed up for that and got in and was going to actually do it. But then pandemic hit, which... Uh, I wanted to kind of, I was stoked to do that because I've never done something like that before. So I wanted to kind of challenge myself in that aspect. But I think the project now is just mostly for fun and just making as much music I can. If people dig it, that's awesome. Yeah. And also getting more of my friends that are also like hip hop and musically inclined and like oriented uh, to get involved just because it's easy to do and I'm producing and they just send me stuff. It's it's been actually super awesome. Well, you have, I've seen you posting about some kind of mixtape um, with an <laughs> unusual name. So what, what's the deal with that? Who, who, who are you well, making you, this with? Oh, yeah. So first off, like I go under the like producer name or beat maker name, Madam I'm Adam. And I have three beat tapes that I released. So it's on all platforms and stuff like that. But what you're talking about is the Fresh Boys. The Fresh Boys, right. Where, yeah, which is a group of my friends from Ontario and uh, BC that we all went to high school way back in the day and we were kind of the we kind of wrapped just under never ever took it super seriously but just did it for our own fun and stuff like that because back then we were kind of limited there wasn't a lot of social media and stuff and uh we just kept doing it over the years like every we've done it we haven't really stopped doing it but we just never posted it and then 
now we're just like, hey, let's just try it. What, what's to lose right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you might as well, right? Our, yeah. yeah, we're all in our mid-30s. What's to lose? Like, we all still want to make music. It's like, who cares, you know? Yeah, that's cool. So when is when is that actually yeah. coming out? Is that is that coming out as a uh, as a formal release? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, right now, I'm just releasing it as singles. Uh, so, like, every couple of weeks or every month, I'm just kind of, as, as I finish them, I'm releasing them. Okay. And then... At the end, I'm going to put them all together, and I've actually ordered cassettes, so I'm actually going to do an actual mixtape, kind of nice. old school style stuff like that. I've been kind of had it on the on the mind for a while, and then we were all like, "Let's let's do it." We all threw in money and just get them because like a cassette put out an actual mixtape. That's awesome, <laughs> I, especially considering how long it. it's been in the works, right? It's kind of cool that finally yeah. now you're you're actually releasing this. That's awesome. Um, what yeah. What is the uh, the creative process like for this, and how does it differ from being in a punk band? Because I know you have all this experience uh, of of being in, in punk bands and hardcore bands, like you know, dating back decades yeah, now, yeah. and so you yeah. have that. You're good with that, right? You know, you know how that works. But yeah, how does the the process change when it comes to creating music? You know, in in this in this setup. Well, it's kind of funny just because like I've always like loved listening to records, of course, and like I have a ton, and then I just got into sampling them for mm-hmm. a bit there. And so as that grew, I kind of kept sampling records. And then out of nowhere, I got into this turntable scratching thing now. So now I'm, you know, doing the scratch DJ thing. So when making it before, it was like having a band process, you know, having an idea of bouncing it off people and stuff now. But in a live setting, like in a room, is completely different from what I'm doing now. Because now it's like I'm doing it all myself, which is fun. But then when I get my other friends involved, it kind of reminds me of being in a band because they put their input in. So I'm kind of making the music and then they're making the lyrics, but then we all contribute to that music in all aspects. Cause okay. they'll like, my friend has also got his own home studio. So he'll add his own instruments and stuff in there. And so the process is completely different from being in a punk rock band, but there's hints of it being the same just because you're still creatively getting together. It's yeah. just now, now it's all over the internet and digitally and stuff like that. Do you like the kind of solitary aspect of it, where you can just sit there, in, you know, in your home studio and, and just work on beats for forever? <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but yeah, I love it. Like before, like this morning when you messaged me, I was downstairs, like already messing around in there because yeah, yeah. I get lost in there and stuff like that. Just uh, I pretty much every ounce of free time I have now, I go down in there and just mess around. Cool. And you've been yeah. making. Uh, I've noticed, like over the past few months, you've been posting a lot of music videos to go with your yeah. your beats, and they're all like anime stuff, right? What, what's the story behind that? Uh, nothing really. It was just because I on Reddit, I I kind of on a lo-fi hip hop thing, and a lot of the lo-fi hip hoppers use that anime aesthetic. Oh, cool. And okay. I, of, of course, as being like an anime fan myself, like not obviously not as prominent as I was back in the day, but I still have all those clips and stuff like that. So I kind of just use them just to kind of give someone a visual aspect and stuff like that. Cool. And especially on apps like uh, Spotify and stuff like that, they give you that kind of preview. Even though they're, worse for, they're the worst for paying artists, it's still kind of cool having that live video to share it on other platforms. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. So, that makes sense. Yeah. What is the... Um, what's sort of the plan once the... Uh, the pandemic um loosens up i know we mentioned earlier you know you'd like to play mm-hmm. a show and things like that but are you hoping to um yeah. get more actively involved locally with, with other artists and stuff uh once things yeah, kind of sure. out yeah for sure like i i definitely before the pandemic i was kind of like well we'll just keep it within friends but now that like we're doing this and stuff like that and when it kind of loosens i'd like to actually work with more local people but it's kind of hard because 
you know, asking someone to come downstairs in your studio, which would be the norm back in the day. Now it's kind of like, yeah. Uh, do you have your own setup and can send me something? <laughs> you know? Right. You have to make sure that you're compatible with with what you're doing and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have, I mean, I, I know obviously again, like the, the punk scene, you have lots of ins there because you have all yeah. this experience, but what about the local hip hop scene? Do you have, um, like, have you kind of been trying to embed yourself within that community at all? Or is that sort of to come? Like a little bit, but not uh, like too much. That's kind of what I was working on before the pandemic hit like type of deal now it's just kind of all social media and stuff yeah. like that for now and putting it out and promoting it to the point where it probably gets annoying to some points <laughs> to some people but i mean like that's just that's kind of part of it unfortunately yeah yeah but, just to get yourself out there right yeah exactly so like and and messaging people and trying to work with people and stuff like that it's just uh the pandemic definitely slows that process down for you sure. know what i mean like and especially because you can't network as easily you know it's kind of nice to get together and you know see if you guys can vibe or if they work so and i and i also it's a little bit of laziness of laziness of not reaching out to local artists too just because i'm a little bit of just kind of a introvert in some ways these days and yeah. stuff like that and with the pandemic it's kind of harder you know to make those contacts and you know stuff like that if someone wants to hear your stuff, uh, what's the best way to do it? I know you said it's all over the place online, but you know, yeah. like you mentioned earlier, uh, Spotify sucks for for paying artists, right? What, what would you prefer people use to check out your stuff? Honestly, um, I don't really have a preference because uh, I just kind of it's the whole point of like the whole reason I posted it everywhere because I don't really I figure I might as well use all platforms. So whatever is most convenient, so it's whatever is most convenient for everybody else. So it's okay. on everything like Amazon, Apple. Uh, Spotify, Bandcamp, Deezer, all those like European apps and stuff like that. Because yeah. I signed up for Di- DistroKid, okay, okay, which yeah. which a lot of people sign up right, for. Right, they just do it all for you, right? Yeah, pretty much. You pay like a yearly fee, and they all and it's all the money goes directly to the artist, which is nice. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, so it's kind of neat to get like a paycheck once in a while from them. It's kind of nice. Yeah. it's nothing really huge, but it's still this is all for fun. So to get anything from it is just cool. More. I just wanted people to listen to my music. If they like it, that's awesome. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all for fun. What's the best way to sort of follow what you're doing online if people want to check out, uh, you know, what you have coming out in the future and things like that? Yeah, I'd say, like, uh, well, I usually drop my music first on SoundCloud just because, I mean, SoundCloud's, it's got a reputation for, you know, everyone, like, artists and stuff like that. And it's easy to post there and download and stuff like that. And then I usually will use Instagram or Facebook to kind of promote all my stuff. Like I don't have like a band page or anything for it. I just kind of use my own personal profile because it's a labor of love for me. So cool.
Greg Rikas here. I am, uh, I've been playing music around Winnipeg for about the last 20 years or so. And uh, because of the uh, current situation we are all in, about a year ago, maybe eight months, I started my own YouTube channel just for fun and kind of a new challenge to see if I could actually do it. And uh, my next episode, which should be launched in about two weeks, is going to be my 30th episode already. Nice. So you actually, I think, got to the point where now it's actually a thing, right? I think there's a cutoff with doing anything like a podcast or a YouTube channel where, you know, you do a few episodes and a lot of people bail after the first couple of them because it's not going the way they expect it to or whatever. But I think you're firmly entrenched now. Now that you're coming up to episode 30, right? You've uh, you've, you've developed what it is your show is and, and you have an audience going forward. So it's, it's very cool. Yeah, I definitely feel committed now. Like, I, for a while there, when I wasn't at work at all, I was getting about an episode out a week. And actually, I really liked it. It, it was kind of like, you know, you get one day or so to write the script. Yeah. And then you get a day to film it, start cutting it. And uh, usually by Saturday or Sunday, it was done. But now that I'm back at work, um, I get about an episode every two weeks. But it was kind of something like I'm. I'm such a. I'm a doer, right? I'm yeah. someone who has to always be doing something. I don't think that's that's not a surprise to anyone who knows you, right? I mean, you, you're always you always have something going on for sure. Yeah, and I've I've always loved like Vsauce is a, a channel I've been watching for years since since I kind of first got into watching YouTube stuff. There's a bunch of sciencey shows, uh, other stuff that I I love watching, and it was always a, like I'd love to do that too. I want to play too. Yeah. Um, I did have to upgrade it, my computer a bit, uh, but I just shoot it with my phone. Uh, when I when everything first hit again way, way back a year and a bit ago, uh, I was recording videos of me playing guitar in my van. I remember those, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of noticed, like, the acoustics in this van are, like, perfect. I really liked them. <laughs> and also, I was in a uh, an apartment where, you know, there's kind of menacing noises all over the place. The radiator is super loud. Sure. So the van's kind of my little secret spot where I could go and record these things and it's kind of my own little world for for a minute or two, aside from the odd car that drives by or a person that walks that by. That just adds but... to the ambiance, though, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's kind of the, to try to keep it consistent. That's another thing I wanted is where if you watch multiple episodes, I guess I get the odd haircut. So that's the <laughs> right, right. only thing that's really different. I wear the same hoodie every single time, too. That probably also doesn't surprise people who know you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to do one episode where it opens up of me like getting ready yeah and i opened up a closet that just has nothing but red hoodies and i pick one but nice um so i guess like what is the um how does doing this differ creatively than playing music because i mean again people know you for decades now as a local musician whether it's as a solo artist or in bands and this is 
to me anyway, using a different part of your brain in terms of creating, right? A hundred percent. Like for me, I'm, I'm one of those people. I know some artists are constantly writing. They're like a song a day kind of artist. I like to write a whole album in about the span of a year ish. And then I like to take a, a gap, a break. I mean, right. if a good idea comes, it's not like I can't write something, but I don't really focus on that. And I'm also a, a touring machine. So I kind of yes. like to switch gears where, you know, you kind of develop all this stuff, these ideas and little riffs that are floating around and then I kind of really explode after I feel I've kind of grown a bit more. And again, nothing against the artists that maybe do it another way, but that's sure. kind of what's worked for me. The YouTube thing, every single week or two weeks, I have to kind of come up with another thing to do. And I started with a list of like 25 ideas and I've already like kind of surpassed that list. And some of them also I was like, oh, that, you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but it's not really right, right now. Uh, but that also kind of keeps it fresh and it kind of keeps a bit of forward momentum. Uh, when I'm on a tour, you're kind of always doing something, right? Like either you're driving to the place. I try really hard to write all my friends in each town and let them know I'm I'm playing. Whereas now this is something where it's kind of like an endurance contest to, <laughs> okay, can I write today? Can I write a script? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't really want to. Like I got to edit today. So there's a little bit more like got to do it stuff to it but i also once you finish one you kind of watch the episode and if it you know if it makes me smile and if one or two friends write back saying it brightened their day then yeah. it's it's worth it right well it's funny because i mean I, i've been doing this podcast as you know for a long time and what you're doing is similar but it's also very different in the sense that i'm just sitting here talking to people whereas yours is much more like you said it's scripted there's more editing involved and the video component is is a, obviously a huge part of it so what um what background do you have for doing any of that stuff is it just come from promoting your own your own music and coming up with ideas over the years with that yeah like watching uh john paul peters who i've worked with at private year a million times watching him edit i definitely got a sense of like okay i i i know kind of how i've watched him cut stuff yeah, yeah. so i can take two takes where i screwed up in one and you can cut them together uh, and then i took multimedia in high school but you know we're going back like the, the 100 years the turn of totally, the century when totally. i graduated yeah yeah um, yeah, so that I, I wouldn't say that was necessarily that big of a, a help to it. Uh, a lot of it was I, I downloaded DaVinci Resolve, which which Marty, uh, who does a bunch of amazing videos. Yeah, stuff, yeah. Uh, we were both in High Five Drive together. Uh, he suggested that one because it would kind of be somewhat user friendly. It's free. So basically started with like, OK, I watched a video to get it. How do you start? And then I'd edit until I got to a point where I didn't know how to do it. I'd watch another YouTube video of how to do it. And then I get it done and kind of move on to the next. Right. And so it was, I wouldn't say necessarily self-taught, but definitely just using the resources on the internet to figure out how to do it. And I mean, I don't think they're, they're necessarily like top quality professional, but I think it's good enough for YouTube. And yeah. well, again, it's, it's a new skill in, in these times where it's so hard to kind of keep forward momentum and not feel like the, everything is just falling apart and all this hard work isn't going somewhere. It, it really kind of helped keep me focused and just kind of doing something, you know, yeah. feeling like I'm, I'm still giving. Well, here's a question then. What, what happens? I mean, obviously no one knows what's happening with the pandemic. It could be next week. It could be over two years from now. Like it's all up in the air, but assuming it did end sooner rather than later, and you have the ability to go out and tour and play shows and record and all these things, what happens to this YouTube show? Are you hoping to continue going with it? even when your regular life uh, as a, you know, heavily touring musician comes back to normal? 
Yeah, 100%. Again, I might not be able, I don't know if I'll be able to get back to that once a week video because it really was a full-time job to pump one of those out yeah. once a week. Yeah. Uh, however, on tour, there is definitely downtime uh, and my my studio is my van. I right. My computer is a laptop. So there isn't really a reason why I'd want to stop. And also, uh, I was kind of thinking too, if I'm touring Europe, that could also be built into kind of the videos too, right? Sure, if yeah. I'm in Italy for a week and I do one about some of the history of Italy, I'm, I'm sure a bunch of friends would be interested in to be able to get shots of the yeah. actual place or, you know, anything, right? That anything on the road that's kind of interesting might also help for kind of interesting subject matter for the episode. So it's definitely something I want to continue and uh, again, maybe it might end up being a, a, a monthly thing if if I am on a really hectic tour, yeah. um, you know, where maybe I'm on a bus for 20 hours. And, uh, you know, there's nowhere the plug isn't working for some reason or, or something. But but it's definitely something I want to continue. I, I really like doing it. And I, I think it definitely has a future. Cool, cool. Well, I, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're doing it. It's, it's always cool to see people finding ways to to be creative in a new way during this insane period of time we're in right now so it's uh you know kudos for for starting that up and, and keeping it going what's uh, i guess like you know i've watched a bunch of them i know you i know your background as an artist i know where you're coming from and uh so well, who, who is who's the audience for this because obviously people who know you already are going to watch it because they want to see what you're doing and they want to which is why i've watched it as well right but you know when it comes to especially because youtube is so just inundated with content there's there's billions and billions of videos going up every day how, how do you get your voice heard among all of that i know you're covering different topics and you know you know suppose uh, you had one on uh super nintendo games a while ago i mean how many thousands of youtubers are doing that same subject right like what are you doing to kind of make your uh your show heard because it, it's good but it's so hard to get above the the mess right it, it is. And that's, you definitely hit it, the nail right on the head and very similar to playing music. Totally. Uh, I very much don't think I am, I am the best at, at what I do. Few people are right They're, You know, by definition, there's one person who is the best. Right. At what they right. Do. Everyone else is at different stages of below that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but I also having played music for so many years and kind of approach it realistically of like, well, it'd be nice to play in front of a, a thousand people, but let's start with, you know, finding five people in this city I've never been who yeah. will actually come to see me. And I kind of approach this as the same of like, okay, first of all, I wrote all my friends on on Facebook or wherever, you know, would you like to subscribe to this? I'm doing a channel to try to get that initial push. And then after that happened, that's kind of the the most energy I put into that aspect. I obviously post, I just finished a video, yeah. but for the most part, I don't really want to try to herd people in. Uh, I'm not really great at computers, to be honest. And that whole social media aspect has always been my weak game. Right. And I even tried to hire, I have a publicist in, in Europe I've been working with for a few years and I got them to do a short campaign okay. and they did as much as they could. It didn't really attract a lot more attention to it or anything. So I think a lot of the people who are watching it are just friends that are kind of in my friend circle. Yeah. And a lot of comments I got from people is like, oh, it's, it's fun. It's like hanging out with you, right? It's, it's kind of like if I appear in Calgary and I'm there for a, a day or two, I kind of get the chance to spend some time with some friends. This is somewhat the substitute for that. Right. Like, it's you talking about whatever topic you're, you're talking about for that episode, but yeah, in a very casual kind of uh, friendly way. 
Yeah, and I try to make it topics too. I find either kind of things I'm interested in, things that people would relate to me. Yeah. A lot of people know I'm into space stuff. I'm into Super Nintendo games and, and just kind of random stuff. And it's it's all kind of fit together. Uh, and it's also been really fun to kind of re-explore a lot of that stuff. Um, my SG that I, I played when I was in Hyper yeah. Drive, I mean, that thing gets touched once or twice a year at most. And it was really fun to kind of pull it out and, you know, as I was doing the takes, I was doing little noodling between them and stuff in the van. And yeah, that's yeah, awesome. So there's there's all sorts of little neat neat things that have emerged from this that I wasn't really anticipating that still make it fun and make me want to continue and do it more. Very cool. So where can people find the videos? What's the best way to sort of track you down and watch what you're doing? Uh, on, on YouTube, the Far From Gregular channel. Uh, if you go onto my Facebook, um, I believe my personal one, which makes me think I probably should start posting them on my music one also. <laughs> and also my Instagram. Every yeah. time I upload something, I'll upload a picture of the the, sh- the screenshot. Um, and uh, of course, please subscribe if you want to know what I'm doing and stuff. That is the easiest way to find out about the videos. But again, I, I don't want to, it's not something I want to push too hard and really shove in people's faces. It's kind of, it's there. And if, if you want to check it out, you know, it's, there are people doing amazing things on YouTube and I'm not necessarily trying to compete. Yeah. I'm just kind of trying to do my own thing and, you know, have some fun when I'm doing it. Well, I can relate doing this podcast. It's the same thing, right? You're passionate about something. You want to talk about it and you have an outlet to, to do so. So yeah, it's cool. But I'm glad to see you're doing it. And hopefully uh, soon we'll be able to hear new music from you when music eventually comes back in, in, in its uh, regular form. <laughs> but for yeah. now, for now it's nice to, as you said, be able to hang out with you by watching your YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a pre-recorded hangout. Yeah.
I'm here with a band that I haven't had on the show before, although one member has been on in the past. And uh, really, uh, I just want to start off by congratulating you on an awesome band name that uh, the spelling and the pronunciation of it is great. I laughed the first time I heard it. I laugh every time. Now I'm kind of laughing thinking about it right now. And uh, so I think the best way to get this started is if the three of you who are here would like to introduce yourselves and just give a bit of background about what you do in the band. So, All right. Um, sure. I guess I'll start. Yeah, we have uh, me, which is on guitar. Um, we also have, I'm going to show off for Ian right now. Okay. This is Ian. Okay. So for the people listening to the podcast only version, it's a puppet or uh, maybe a sock with sunglasses on. It's hard, hard to say. Does that qualify as a puppet? Oh yeah. I would say so. Okay. Okay. It's a puppet. All right. And that's your drummer. So your drummer is a sock puppet. All right. Who else we got? <laughs> Renee. Uh, I'm Renee. I slap the bass. I do a little singing. And I just generally have a pretty good time doing it. So cool. <laughs> and uh, I'm Devin. I uh, play guitar and sing in the group as well. And uh, you know, I guess collectively we're all sort of songwriters too. So it's it's hard to say that any of us are like lead songwriter or vocalist or anything. So right. we all all do a lot. And who chose the band name first of all? Fukov, which is uh, you know very clever. Uh, who came up with that? Where, where does the name come from? It's great. That was Leanne. Okay, definitely <laughs> Leanne. Basically, yeah. basically, basically, what started off was I wanted Fukov, okay, like F U and then Kof, and then Ian was like just hyphenated. <laughs> <laughs> well, the apostrophe is a nice apostrophe is a nice touch for sure. So, um, the reason that you're here today is because you have a new song and a new video. That is very specific to the pandemic. Um, you know, one of the one of the issues that bands have had that I've been interviewing on the show over the past couple months is trying to find a way to remain creative or, or even release anything during this bizarre time that everyone's going through. And you have not only released something, but it, it's thematically, you know, song wise and video wise related to the pandemic everyone's going through. So, um, whoever wants to talk about it, maybe let's just uh, talk about the background of the song, which COVID bunnies, by the way. Uh, yeah, cool. COVID you guys Bunny, want to take it first? Yeah, I'll go for it. Uh, COVID Bunny is, it was actually written by a drummer, Ian Milne. The sock puppet and, with the sunglasses, yeah, got it. Yeah, it was written by the sock puppet. <laughs> um, no, yeah, he wrote it fed up with COVID, I guess. And uh, yeah, no, it's been a hard time and everyone just kind of wants the pandemic to fuck off, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's just kind of really fitting. And uh, we released it on Easter Day, so that's where COVID Bunnies cut. It's not why it's called COVID bunnies, but it, it tied in really good together. So. Right. It was an opportunity we could not miss. How has this been for you guys to uh, to actually get together and record or practice or play music together? Have you been able to do that uh, despite the kind of lockdown mode everyone's in? We took our time in our lockdown. Like, we had... Um, we had to compromise. We had to go outside. Uh, Ian had a new place in Carmen, so we just kind of like six feet in away. <laughs> cool. And so, is this is this the first formal release by the band too? Like, is this the first official yeah. thing that's come out? Yeah, it is. 
this is our first interview too which is exciting right on right on well that, that's kind of a cool thing to do as your first release to you know first of all uh release it now when everyone's in this weird position where we're all stuck at home and uh, you know no one's no one's able to go anywhere to a show or anything but then you also have the um kind of uh well first of all maybe let's talk about that what, what is it like to release music during a pandemic because you can't i know it's not an album it's just a single but you can't play a show and have people hear this on stage you can't uh really control what happens with it it just goes on the internet and hopefully people will respond positively to it right uh i think that's why we were so quick to like make a music video for it to give it like to have those visuals and have like a digital physical presence if that makes sense okay. so we're kind of that makes any sense no it does it does it does well because everyone's having to try and figure out a way to, to to be an active musician right now so yeah trying to find some way to go online with it is, is sort of everyone's uh, struggle at the moment i think it's also one of those things uh where you just kind of want to put a smile on someone's face because like we're all depressed right now totally. we're all hiding under our beds and we all need something to laugh at and if that's us, eh, let's make that happen. <laughs> is that kind of, uh, you know, humor in the song and in the band name, obviously, is that kind of what you guys go for in general? Like having a sort of tongue-in-cheek, goofy kind of attitude towards things? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would say yeah. so. It's like, obviously, we like the music that we make and we put work into it. But I hope so, yeah. Not trying to, yeah, it's, it's not trying to take ourselves too seriously and to have that edge of sort of humor to it and playfulness to it that I think... You know, every time, like you saying that you're thinking of the name and it yeah. makes you laugh. That's reactions we get from a lot of people, which is, in my mind, is good. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it is good for sure. So what's uh, what's next then? I mean, you have this this single out, this video out, and you know, like everyone else, you can't really follow it up with with a show or a tour or anything, right? So what what is sort of next for the band now that you have a, a presence online where you have you know music that's that's officially out? Do you mind if I take this one, boys? Yeah. All right. So we have a plan okay. because we know that COVID's not going away anytime soon. We need to compromise. So we're thinking singles and music videos okay. throughout time. Because first of all, it's fun. Sure. Second yeah, of all, memories. And, uh, Is there a third of all? I, it seems I, like there was waiting for a third of all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I think that it's worth it. So just, uh, will this eventually kind of lead to a, a longer release or are you just going to sort of do singles for the foreseeable future until things straighten out if they do? I would say albums eventually releasing singles and then, you know, maybe three song, four song EP, something like okay. that. And then, you know, eventually a full fledged release album, I think would be yeah appropriate. But again, like I, I, I think it's good for single releases to at least have especially now to have an accompanying video and visuals with that oh totally yeah that's yeah more relevant now than ever i would think for sure sure. we can't entertain them on stage we'll put a video together because we are entertainers (laughs) as well as musicians right right that's that's part of it that goes goes with the whole package right for sure so what um I hate asking this question because everyone hates answering it, but how do you define what it is you do? I mean, it sounds like punk rock, but it definitely has kind of, you know, 90s vibes to it, and uh, it sounds a little bit grungy. Uh, where, How do you define it? Like, it's a shitty question, but if someone um, says, oh, hey, I hear you're in a band, what's the go-to answer? I would say we try not to define it too much. Like, if once our other songs come out, you'll notice, like, there's some pretty big differences in, like, styles and genres and stuff, so okay. we're not trying to 
put ourselves in a specific corner or anything. We want to, we just want to do what we do and make people smile, whoever that person may be, whether they like punk or whether they like chiller stuff or whatever. We just want to be accessible to everyone. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's the diplomatic answer that everyone has to give when I ask them this question, right? Because, you know, you, 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 know what? you don't want to pigeonhole yourself and be like, oh, yeah, we're just this, especially because you're a relatively new band and you don't want to, you know, just say, oh, we're this kind of band. And then say six months from now, you change your sound, right? You don't want to be stuck there. But I mean, I like to file things away neatly in my brain. Would you consider yourselves a punk band or is that not uh, accurate enough, I guess, description? Um... We kind of had this discussion the other day, actually, and I, I think we fall more under the like the alternative okay. kind of camp. Okay. So you're picking the wider I, I, umbrella, the less the less specific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would like to say that uh, there's no such thing as bad music. No. Just bad context. Okay. So okay. like, we just follow through whatever we're feeling, and if someone else feels that, that's the genre. <laughs> For sure. Well, especially now, right, too, right? Because once you, you know, because you can't play shows and you can't have that kind of one-on-one, uh, not one-on-one, but, you know, indirect direct interaction with, with the, an audience, they're seeing what you put out and they're interpreting it however they interpret it through the magic of the internet, right? So, Absolutely. So, how, what's the reception been so far? I mean, the video is funny, for sure, and I think that's probably going to help you guys get over. But uh, have you had a positive uh, response from people you know and listeners and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah it's I, been I, overwhelmingly it's... positive. Go ahead, Devin. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think the reception from people that we've shown and even people who have just kind of found it on their own, the people seem to really, they seem to kind of get the sort of humor and frustration I think we were trying to get out with that song of just being stuck in lockdown and yeah. just being frustrated with being inside all the time. So just, just have a more lighthearted video just, kind of to help us as a creative outlet but for also other people to enjoy that okay. as well so where do yeah, people, people seem to oh sorry really go ahead have... sorry to interrupt you. yeah sorry sorry i was just gonna say people seem to have really received it well like people just really love it so i'm stoked about that where can people find it is this i know the video is out on youtube but is the song available for people to check out on uh some of the other audio only formats by the time this is out, it will be up on Spotify and all the streaming platforms. So just look up COVID Bunnies, fuck off, and you'll find us. <laughs> but, but spelled the way that the band spells it, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you type in COVID Bunnies, fuck off, you might get something else that, that isn't, uh, <laughs> isn't you guys, but yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, I haven't tried that one yet. <laughs> and then in terms of just general information about you, you know, because the good thing about a podcast is someone could hear it, you know, a year from now, and by then, hopefully the pandemic's over and maybe you guys are more actively playing shows and things like that. What's the best uh, place to go to find out information about what you're up to, just in general terms? Madmark. Madmark website. Okay. I am putting that out there. There is this website called madmarkproductions.com. Okay. It is uh, fantastic. You can look through different tunnels and it's, I don't know. Various band pages. We have a page on there. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Who helped us film the video. And if you watch the music video, he's in the very intro. Uh, so he, he helps us a lot creatively as well with projects. Definitely. Cool, cool. Well, one last thing I want to ask about about the video is that, um, you know, for your first release ever, it's kind of interesting that you have a video with such a long, non-musical intro. <laughs> it's like half the video is, it's, it's, it's funny and it adds to the kind of storyline of the video, right? But there's this like big period of not even anyone talking really. And then the song kicks in. Was that a, a 
deliberate choice. I mean, it was obviously a deliberate choice, but when you were going into making the video, did you plan that ahead of time? and Or did you want to have the song sort of blasting off straight I, through? I guess I'll stick the uh, lead on that. Uh, I, I, the one that edited the video. Okay. And uh, we actually shot the video last summer about when there was sort of a lull in the numbers. Yeah, that uh, brief period, that brief window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you look in the video, a lot of people aren't wearing masks and are at restaurants. So it's kind of a weird glimpse back to around a year ago. But uh, honestly, a lot of it was just um, kind of improvising that day and trying to get an idea of what it was going to look like as we did it. Cool. And initially, I, I was wanting the song to just be from the intro and intro to play with it. But editing with it, uh, I don't, it just seemed fitting for us for there to be a bit of an extended intro a bit of a I don't know like people know it's a music video so then when it's like the whole the first third of it yeah. is just talking and an intro then I, I kind of like that it gets people wondering okay what's the song gonna sound like yeah, where, where, where is the song right yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that was I, that was definitely intentional cool also you can't uh, rip it off of YouTube without having that intro in it right you have so to you actually have sit to there and edit the audio yeah yeah <laughs> We're sneaky, we know. You're getting ahead of the pirates, for sure, yeah. (laughs) Right on.
Uh, so my name is Drew. Uh, I'm a rapper and producer, uh, part of Core 204. I used to go by Trouble Child, but I decided to rebrand myself. Okay. And because it's so much easier to answer by my own actual name than something else. Right, right. That makes sense. So, yeah. 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 So, how, so long yeah. have, how long have you been doing this? Because I've definitely seen your name. I mean, I know I've seen it, we've had conversations online, uh, you know, just yeah. here and there. But how long have you actually been involved in the local rap scene? Uh, so my buddy Walker uh, approached me around when I turned 18. And he's like, hey, you want to do music? And I was like, well, I ain't got nothing else to do. So fuck <laughs> it, sure. Yeah, yeah. And so we started making music. Uh, the first show we went to was uh, Drink Bleach on 420 that year and then we were like maybe that was 2019 okay. we were like let's do music now and we were like yeah let's do it and so uh 2020 i released my short i don't i guess album you'd call it my album uh line in the snow okay and then since then i've been uh accidentally uh releasing songs realizing that i pretty much released my whole album i was like shit <laughs> So I had to stop. I was like, no more releasing anything. Right, right. I, I, need, I need to write more stuff. And then the pandemic happened, so I'm kind of hooped. Yeah, well, that's, and that's a pretty short amount of time to to have been actively making music before the pandemic happened, right? You had like this yeah. maybe small taste of, of what it's like beforehand. Yeah. So, so how has this affected like, you? Have you, been, have you been able to, you know, to write and to be creative during this time period? Um, so before the pandemic, I was pretty much just a rapper, a writer, or whatever you want to call my sure. last tape, however you want to define that. Uh, I was pretty much just that. And then once the pandemic hit, I was like, well, I need something else to do. And I don't want to be spending, you know, 20, 30, 50 bucks on beats and leases. So I might as well just start making my own. Right. And so I started producing beats and then I was like, Hey, I'm getting good at this. And I've been trying to do that ever since, but now i started working i was like oh, there goes my time <laughs> and i was like whipping up like so many beats in a week i was like i need to fucking slow my ass down is that more like just wanting to kind of uh you know go for quality over quantity uh like just just make better well, beats I, and better I, and better I, songs I, rather than just churning I out think as much my as possible quantity, i think my quantity is quality and then i'm like oh but i i spend a fair amount of focus and time listening to everything okay and because i'm just using GarageBand on my ipad because that's how ghetto and diy i am right um i just do the eight bars and then i'm like all right time to loop this bitch okay okay and that's working and then i just too, yeah. yeah it works <laughs> that's the job done yeah well one of the things that um you know especially doing hip-hop too right there, there's there's so many people all of even here in Winnipeg, but all of the world doing what you're doing. They're making beats at home on on whatever equipment they have. They're releasing it online. Yeah. How do you get yourself heard above all of that? Because you know everyone and their dog is a rapper. A lot of them are terrible, so a lot of them are great. <laughs> but I mean, there's just so much content, especially in that genre. So what do you? What's kind of your plan for for getting your own voice heard and your own beats heard, uh, kind of above everyone else? Man, my promotion game is shit. I'll be honest. <laughs> right now, I've it's hard because working with someone else, you kind of rely on the other person sure. a lot more. And since, and because the pandemic, I've been like literally isolated from that group. And so I'm like, shit, I got to promote my own stuff. Yeah. So now I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what to fucking post anymore. Like I'm not, I'm not going to release any more music because well, there goes the fucking album <laughs> right. or tape or the tape or whatever you want to call it. And so I'm like, well, 
shit, I'm just gonna, you know, post my stupid shit, change my profile pic to new Jack flipping someone off. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I like at this point I'm like I don't know what to fucking post. Do I post like covid related stuff? Right. Do I not? Do I do I take people's mind off things? And that's what I tried to do with the chop up which I did on my Instagram live for a bit. I tried to do it and it just wasn't working well and I like tried to promote, you know, myself, other artists. Yeah. And it just wasn't working. So I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just going to focus on me. Right. Well, as I'm going to be a selfish asshole for a bit. Well, I think people have time to be a selfish asshole during the pandemic, though, too, right? Because everyone is in yeah. this weird lockdown thing that, that no one has experienced before, for the most part, like, you know, ever in our lives. So it's it's definitely uh, giving people weird ways of, of trying to get their stuff out there, if they're even trying at all, yeah. right? But uh, obviously what you're doing is hip-hop. I mean, that's pretty clear. But how I do you... I try, I try. <laughs> how do you define it beyond that, right? I mean, like, this because hip-hop is, at this point, it's an umbrella genre which has so many different kind of styles and, and subgenres within it. Do you sort of have a a way that you define what it is you do within that larger style of music? Well, so hip hop is a culture. So there's yeah. like clothing, art, dance, the music, sure. and in the, in the music branch of it, there's the umbrella of multiple genres. So I try and like, you know, after I released my first tape, I realized that emo rap kind of lane wasn't for me it wasn't right. i was like ah you know it was fun at the time but looking back i'm like well god damn <laughs> and so i switched over to rap and so i'm like all right i'm going to focus on the rapping part and so i'm like listening to different artists i'm listening to suicide boys three six mafia just so different artists that i wouldn't i wouldn't have been listening to at that time okay. just so that i can you know focus on the uh, cadence or the flow or the sound of the hi-hats and what pitch they're at or right. the snare, the drums, what have you. Well, that's, um, well, I mean, this is definitely my personal bias, but like, you know, I'm, I'm older, I'm almost 40. The rap I grew up on is very different than what the rap is now that, that, that people yeah. you know, in their teens and 20s listen to for sure. And I have this like, you know, mental block against a lot of that emo rap stuff because it just sounds like garbage to me. And that's not an offense to the artists that make it i'm not the target audience for it right i'm too old yeah but so it's, it's always nice to hear when someone is focusing on on kind of the um the fundamentals of of, of lyrics and, and production because i think my biggest beef with some of that stuff is it sounds so um what's the word i don't think uninspired is the word, but it sounds like there's not any real depth to it like they haven't really and this is obviously just my own ears clouding my judgment on it right but yeah well, it depends on who you're listening to that's that right point. that's right that's, that's true as well right yeah so but i mean like do you what was your take, I guess, on, you know, the current state of hip hop? I mean, the, the stuff is coming out in the mainstream, the stuff is popular. How do you feel about uh, it? Because I'm, I'm sort of touched from that, that, you know, it's not, my opinion doesn't matter. You know, I think um, it's very, I wouldn't say pick and choosy, but it, I find it's very clicky. So sure. if you're not a part, if you're not a part or of a click or affiliated to a click, um, you kind of get clouded, like you kind of get brushed to the gutter a bit more. Um, and the one thing I hate most is how um, genuine, like music isn't really made genuinely anymore. Like you're not like in a studio with someone and right. you're like actually having a good conversation. Like, hey, does this sound good? Does this sound good? If not, how how can I make it better? 
but because now it's like, oh, you paid me for a feature, you get a feature, and that's it. It's like, right. oh, it's not, okay. a, it's not an honest collaboration. I right? just, yeah. you know, showed you my friends and my colleagues, and what, like, we talked on the way to the studio. When isn't there like, there's got to be some somewhere along that line where you're like, okay. I'll be a little bit more nicer or more genuine to this person, even if they don't like deserve it or earned it. Like everyone deserves respect in general. And if, you know, you have to earn respect. Like if you lose respect, you have to earn that back. And everyone's like, Oh, earn respect, earn my respect, earn this and that. There's gotta be a base. There's gotta be a foundation to which I can earn more of. Sure. And I'm just, yeah, that's my beef. <laughs> sure, sure. So if people want to, if people are hearing about you for the first time on here and they want to hear more of your stuff, what's the best option at this point to, to find your music? Honestly, just DM me. I'll send you a link on my Instagram. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'll be honest. I got to sort that out. Um, but you have that SoundCloud. one. SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah that, that stuff that's already out on SoundCloud, SoundCloud. right? SoundCloud. Yeah. Pretty much SoundCloud's the safest bet. Okay. Maybe Matter, if that's still up, I think that's in my Instagram bio. Uh yeah, cool. So is Instagram kind of like the hub to find all that stuff? You can go and find the pretty much <laughs> right on. Yeah, pretty much. My Twitter is just full of stupid tweets and yeah. I think that's everyone's Twitter. I think that's kind of what Twitter is at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's a good day. Uh, it's a good day. It's a good day. You ain't gotta worry about me with the side, bitch nah. Cause I'm never really hugging for the side dish never. Wouldn't even want one, even if she really eyelish If you ride with me, you gon' see some mileage You're looking Ric Flair stylish Whoa. Ric Flair dripped out, left in my own terms No, I wasn't kicked out, college be a mess I don't fucking test, well Lucky if I get bail, lucky if I don't fail Lucky if I don't get in it with the guy, give a mail Lucky that I got this girl, let her down on me Like a skater to a rail, yeah, yeah For the pop, shove it, yeah She take it all like it's nothing Yeah. You think I'm bluffing? What? She call me Thanksgiving because it be so stuffing. Oh my god. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. How are y'all feeling today? Like shit. How are y'all feeling today? Fucking horrible. How are y'all feeling today? Pregnant. It's a good day for a motherfucker like me With a dog and feisty It's a bad day for the motherfucker who wanna fight me Treat it like UFC Watch it on the widescreen Hit him with the right Left Yeah Yeah Hit him with the right Left It's a good day I haven't touched the mic yet Baby coming over and give me a mic test Excuse me for my ego I'm not a superhero I'ma drop 50 points on you Like my name is fucking Heroes Yes, I'll be so ballin'. In love with me, yeah, she fallin'. Can y'all smell the fucking pollen? Coming from this rose, shit smells good. Like my flow, cause a super motherfucker can't go from fast to slow. Top bumper said, y'all not close. Every show that I finish, I'll leave a flabbergasted hoe. Gotta leave a function, I ain't sad to go. Man, glad I got a girl, we simpatico. Y'all can't fuck with me, cause it's nasty flow. Court coming in first, you're the last to go. Ha. It's a good day, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. How are y'all feeling today? Horrible. How are y'all feeling today? How are y'all feeling today?